Thelmy offices requires lots and lots of action. So Seth recommends having at least one to two great phone calls with family offices every single day. And then use resources that you already have to add value and take care of them. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations, not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then the last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about their pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E. You're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School, and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode. And for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the apartment syndication school, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hello, best of your listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I am your host, Theo Hicks. 
Each week, we air two podcast episodes that focus on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. And for a lot of these episodes, we offer free resources. These are free PDF how-to guides, free Excel template calculators, free PowerPoint templates. These are all free resources that will help you along your apartment syndication journey. These free documents, as well as past syndication school series episodes, are available at syndicationschool.com. Today, we are going to talk about raising money. More specifically, we are going to talk about a more advanced money raising strategy, which is raising money from institutions. And more specifically, raising money from family offices in order to buy your apartments. So the typical progression for raising money for apartment goes like this. For your first deal, 99 times out of 100, every single one of your investors is going to be a combination of family and your closest friends. So people you've known for years, people who trust you as a person, those are going to be the ones that invest in your first deal. Maybe those are the people that invest in your second deal or your third deal. But eventually, you'll get to the point where you will continue to raise money from those family and closest friends, but people you are less familiar with, maybe you've known only for a few years or six months, will begin to invest in your deals. So you could be friends that are a little bit less close. These could be work colleagues. These could be people you've met through your journeys to meetup groups and in conferences. These could be people you met at volunteering, right? We've got some blog posts and syndication school episodes about how volunteering is a great way to attract investors. But essentially, you raise money for more people, but that aren't necessarily people you've known for decades. And then eventually, you might decide after you've built up a strong enough track record, the next, you will start to raise money from referrals, right? So these are people who are connected to close family, close friends, these less close friends, work colleagues, things like that. So then you'll start to get more investors coming in through referrals. And of course, the best way to increase quickly the number of investors you have is through word of mouth referrals because you've already got that social validation factor in play. And then eventually you may decide that you are going to transition from doing the 506B where you need to know everyone that invests to 506C. That way you can advertise your deals to a larger audience. Now, the common thread between those four steps in the progression is that you're still raising money from individual investors or jointly couples. So one or two people at most. So family, friends, work colleagues, referrals, even when you're advertising, you're raising money from individuals. Now, the next step in the progression that not everyone necessarily gets to is to raise money from private institutions. And one of the most popular private institutions that you'll find people raising money from are family offices. So family offices are private wealth management advisory firms that serve ultra high net worth investors. They are different from your traditional wealth management shops in that they offer a total outsourced solution to managing the financial and investment side of an affluent individual or family. 
So essentially, these are think of them when you go to a bank. PNC, for example, is my bank, and they've got the personal finance person there who you'll talk to. They'll help you set up your bank account. Maybe they'll help you with some of their programs for people who have a little bit more money, maybe six figures in their bank account. But typically, you're only meeting with them, I don't know, maybe once a year. And they're basically pulling together a bunch of money to invest in something that gives you a little bit better of a return. But, right, but they're working on behalf of hundreds of people, most likely thousands of people. The difference with the family office is that they are working full-time for one family. So imagine if you had an entire PNC bank working on your behalf. That is what a family office is. So family offices can be a great source of equity for advanced apartment syndicators, right? So you connect with a family office, and they will use some of the ultra-high net worth of their family to invest in your apartment syndication deals. Now, I actually interviewed someone, his name is Seth Wilson, on the podcast. He's not going to air until September, so you're going to get a sneak preview at some of Seth's tips for raising money from family offices, because that's what he does for his company. So he gave us five things that you need to do in order to maximize your chances at attracting family offices. So the first one is that you need to have relevant experience. So before you even consider raising money from a family office, you need to have experience, right? So if you've never done an apartment deal before, or you've ever done a large apartment deal in the past, family office isn't going to take you seriously. Even if you've done a handful of large apartment deals in the past, maybe you've been actively doing syndications for a few years, a family office still likely is not going to take you serious. So when I talked to Seth, he said it took him 12 years and $65 million worth of real estate in order to begin raising money from family offices. So this is an advanced money raising strategy, right? We talked about the progression in the beginning. You're going to need to do a lot of successful deals and have them be successful over a long period of time before a family office entrusts you with their capital. So if you want to raise money from family offices, then your first step is to have years of experience successfully buying, managing, and selling apartment buildings. Next is that you must be an expert as well. So if you meet the experience requirement, you likely meet the expert requirement as well. But you need to be educated on the process. So the reason why you need the relevant experience and you need to be an expert on apartment syndications, there's two reasons. The first one is that these family offices are entrusted by an individual or a family to invest on their behalf. And more importantly, preserve, conserve their net worth. So this individual or their family did a lot of due diligence on the family office prior to using their services if not creating one from scratch. And then the family office themselves did a lot of due diligence before hiring their employees. So the family hires a family office with a ton of experience managing family wealth. The family office in turn hires a bunch of individual employees who have a lot of experience at family offices that have experience managing family wealth. So you are kind of like the third person in the chain who is also going to have a lot of due diligence done on you and your business. So if you don't have experience, 
then you're not even going to get in the door. And if you don't have the education, then when you get in the door, you're not going to be able to win them over. Secondly, and because of reason number one, the individual or families themselves, depending on... We'll get to that a little bit later, because sometimes these offices are set up a little differently. So the family office or the actual family or individual are going to be most likely more sophisticated than the people you're used to raising money from. They're going to be more sophisticated than your parents, your siblings who are investing in your deal, your good friends, and other people you're raising money from. Not all, but it's likely that they're going to be a lot more sophisticated. So they're going to ask you a lot more complex and detailed questions about both you and your business plan. So when you're an expert, then you're able to hold your ground when these questions are asked which means that they must have confidence in your ability to conserve and grow their client's investment. So if you're able to answer all their questions and you check all their boxes, then you should be good to go. So what happens when you are good to go? What happens when you have the experience and you have the expert? So there's really three things you need to do to, in a sense, court family offices. The first one is number three of this episode is that you need to put together the right look So Seth says that whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, in this industry, a book, you, are going to be judged by your cover, how you actually look. So a family office is likely not going to invest in your deals without seeing you in person, whereas you might have a lot of investors now or in the future who have never seen you who invest. Therefore, you need to understand what the proper attire is going to be when you go to these business meetings. And there's not going to be a one-size-fits-all approach. So this is what Seth was saying, that the acceptable attire when visiting a family office based out of Denver is going to be a lot different than one in Manhattan. So he said that in Denver, it's a little bit more casual. People are wearing Patagonia type of clothing. So if you go in there with a three-piece tuxedo, probably not going to go over very well. Whereas in Manhattan, at the very least, you need to wear a full suit with a tie. So Seth says the best way to learn the dress code is just by asking. So if you have a meeting with a family office in Denver or a family office in Manhattan or somewhere else, give them a call, speak with the receptionist, and ask them what the dress code is. And then once you know what the dress code is, dress one notch higher. So once you've got the look down, the next part is to know who to speak with at the family office. So how to get in contact with the family office. And speaking with the right person is going to maximize your chances of success. So if you're reaching out to a family office who manages the wealth of a second generation or later family, so this means that the wealth was created by the parents or the grandparents, the great-grandparents, but the family office is working on behalf of the kids or the grandkids or the great-grandkids, right? So the person that the family office is representing is not the person or the generation that made the actual wealth. The best person to speak to there would be the chief investment officer. So most of these established family offices will have an investment committee who must sign off on all investments. And a chief investment officer is someone who sits on that committee So if you're able to win over the chief investment officer, you will have them on your side. You'll have your inside person to argue your case on your behalf. And then if you're reaching out to family offices who manage wealth for a first-generation family, which means they're managing the wealth for the actual person or generation that created the wealth, and that person or individual is still alive, then the best approach would be to speak to the actual patriarch or matriarch of that family. Because since they are the ones that made the money, 
they're likely going to be heavily involved in the investment decisions. So once you don't know who to speak to, once you dress right, once you talk to them, step five, which is really the tip for anything that you do, which is to take massive action. So like all things in real estate, raising money from felony offices requires lots and lots of action. So Seth recommends having at least one to two great phone calls with family offices every single day, and then use resources that you already have to add value and take care of them. Focus on building a business relationship as well as a personal relationship. For example, if you come across something that you think they would personally be interested in, like some sort of news article, then you can text that to them. You also want to make sure you are physically meeting them in person, which we've already mentioned. So Seth says that he has no issue flying out in the morning, having an hour or so meeting with a single family office in the afternoon, and then flying home in the evening. So once you've got your foot in the door, you have to stay in front of them. You don't want to be constantly calling them for business-related things. You want to constantly be reaching out to them, sending them stuff that's valuable to them personally. And then you have to also fly out there, drive out to the actual physical location and meet with them in person. So those are the five tips. Again, raising money from a family office is a really good way to take your apartment education business to the next level, to double the amount of money you're raising. But it's a strategy that takes time to work up to. As I've mentioned, you need to first establish relevant experience and expertise before making the jump from family and friends to family offices. And once you have that track record, then you need to make sure you know how to dress the part, you know who to speak with, and that you take massive action. So that concludes this episode. As I mentioned, Seth's episode airs September. The exact date is September 16th. So we'll definitely want to check that out. Plus, you could go to his website that he lists out. I think he lists out his website. Maybe he lists out his email. I'm not sure. But however he says to get in touch with him... You can learn a lot more about how to raise money from family offices. So that concludes this episode. Make sure you check out some of our other syndication school episodes, as well as the free documents that we have. Those are available at syndicationschool.com. Thank you for listening. Have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows, Built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. Are you ready to close more deals and officially seal your financial freedom? The Dwellin' Show with Ola Dantis discloses the most innovative real estate investing strategies to kickstart your quest to financial freedom. Go listen at www.dwellyn.com forward slash show. That's dwellyn.com forward slash show.